0: Welcome to Traveling Oracle, the magical podcast, where we talk energetics, spirituality, and how you can use this etheric knowledge to drastically change, transform, and uplevel all areas of your life. Are you ready for the glow up? Let's go. hello my loves welcome back to another episode you can already guess where i am that's right in front of my window in my little london apartment looking out at the sky looking out at the clouds just taking in i almost want to say the beauty of this world but it's strange because i'm looking at brick buildings and the sky yet there is so much beauty in how would i describe this in the spaces in between reality it's really 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 weird it's almost like at this stage um in my journey i no longer see the world as it presents itself i see beneath and beneath everything is so beautiful it's so it's filled with the energy of love and when you can tune into it love just permeates throughout your being it's quite marvelous and it's so weird to say the word marvelous just now I'm like when have I ever used the word marvelous but that's just the best way to describe it and some of you will know what I mean and some of you would be like what the fuck is she talking about like what what's going on for those of you who are like what I don't know what she's talking about don't worry you'll come to a point in your life where the light bulb will go off and you're like aha this is what she meant However many years ago or last week or last month, this is exactly what she was talking about. I understand. We'll all get to certain levels of understanding. And it's always so interesting to me when I gain a new level of understanding because it's like, as long as you live, you're leveling up in understanding. As long as you live, you're learning more and more and more things. And when you go on the spiritual journey, it's the exact same thing. As you continue and you do your spiritual practice, new information just out of nowhere just comes to you through downloads or through conversations with other spiritually inclined people or like life just throws a blog post at you or life just throws a documentary at you, just constantly being shown new information. And so if you ever listen to me or some other um Persons in the spiritual industry and you hear them talking about things you're like, I don't understand. I don't understand I don't understand or I understand theoretically, but I have a feeling I'm missing the depth of what's happening Do not be discouraged because we all feel like that At various stages in our spiritual development and everything is cleared up for you eventually Because once you are in the energy of seeking to understand knowledge will find you knowledge will find you and you're all kind of always in that place of, I don't understand something. Because to be alive is to be continuously developing. So no matter how much knowledge you gain, no matter how much understanding you gain, you're still always in a place where you don't understand the next level, if that makes sense to you. Anyway, anyway, let's pull a card today. I'm feeling the urge to pull three cards today. So let's get to that guys i bought a new deck um at a at the greenwich market two days ago and it is a deck that i have been dying to get i've been seeing all the readers online with this beautiful what's it called the light Series tarot deck this beautiful tarot deck and i didn't know what it was called i couldn't find it anywhere and yesterday i just walked in the store and this deck was sitting there so i'm so excited to be using my new deck today i wish you guys could see it um but just trust me it's a beautiful deck okay firstly let's invite all the spiritual beings that are here for my good to come and fill this space i know y'all are already here because i've (laughs) meditated before this recording but okay i hear the question that i need to um to ask for the collective that's listening to this podcast where are they now in their spiritual development Oh, this card just couldn't wait to come out. Okay, and then the second question is what do they need to do to step up to the higher plane? What do they need to, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And lastly, as it stands now, what energy represents their future? Mm, okay. So the first question was. For the collective listening where are you currently in your spiritual development and the card that came out is the king of wands oof that made me feel good that made me feel oh my gosh so the the picture that's depicted there is a man standing in a very confident position with a staff in his hand and and the top of the staff has fire and behind him is a lion Um, And the energy that's oozing off this card is that a lot of you, you have been charged by spirit. Like you are getting downloads, you're getting direction, you're starting to get your life together. Like there's a spark ignited in you and you are finally accepting that, oh, these are not just ideas, these are directions from spirit. Oh, I'm not just here to be a cog in the machine and go to work for nine to five. I'm here to do something specific. I'm not just everybody, like everybody else. I am special and that every human in this collective is special because they have their own work to carry out. You're sitting in the knowledge now. It's almost like a spark has gone off. Oh, that's beautiful to see. And the second question that, I asked was, what do they need to do to move to a higher consciousness, to step up into a higher plane? And the five of wands came out sideways. And what's jumping off this card is stop fighting against yourself. What you need to do to step up to your next level is to stop sabotaging your own self. A lot of people like to talk about the ops. (laughs) for those of you who don't know what that means it's the idea that oh there are people out there holding you back when a lot of times there are there, there might be people working against you um like in the workplace there might be family members trying to keep you down like there are times when there are external forces trying to keep you down but what the card is showing is right now it's not anything outside of yourself that's keeping you down you are the problem with you right now and the only person that has the ability to stunt your growth to keep keep you from your goals to keep you from ultimate happiness and bliss and achievement and being all that you can be in this lifetime is you right now any obstacles you're facing it's you working against you you not feeling like you have the ability to carry something out you succumbing to fear saying oh this will never work oh that will never work so i'm not even gonna try you saying oh i'll do this thing later for my business right now i just gotta watch some netflix Ooh, spirit is talking to me right now as well <laughs> Ooh. a lot of people think that when people like me deliver messages like this it's because we're above these messages nah fam Half the messages that come out are for me as well. We're channels. We're simply delivering messages. We're not above the messages and that's why we're giving it. So most of these things are speaking to me as well. And this self-sabotage card is speaking strongly to me. It's so interesting because at the top of this... So the card depicts five people trying to get to the top. And at the top is this light and this ball of fire. And it's like... It seems like different aspects of yourself, all trying to get to the same place, but for some reason they're working against each other. Mm, And last episode, we spoke about balancing the mind, body, and spirit. And this is showing one of the most important reasons why you need to achieve this balance. Because if you don't achieve this balance, different aspects of yourself fight against each other in yourself and you can't move left, right, forward, backward. You're stuck, you're stuck. And so when you bring that harmony when you bring that balance these aspects stop fighting on e- uh fighting each other they stop turning on themselves and they start to work together to get to the place where you need to be so that's what needs to happen for you to step up and level up in your life you've got to solve the self-sabotage problem and I'll just put a little interjection here if you are needing to if you're needing help To solve that issue, my program, Mind-Body-Spirit program, Journey Within called Awakened, is the perfect course to help you to achieve that mind-body harmony, that mind-body-spirit harmony, sorry. So it's the perfect program to help you to balance the aspects of yourself that are fighting against each other. So the third and last um, card that I pulled, I said, based on where they are right now, What is the energy of their future? And I want to put a plug right here and say I don't like to give people specific predictions like on the 19th of June, June, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to say, June or July. On the 19th of June, this is what's gonna happen to you. On the 5th of April, this is what's gonna happen to you. I stay far away from that because the future is not set in stone. The future is dictated by some of the things in the past and all of the things that happen in the present right and so as of the moment that you sit in front of someone you may be on a certain timeline based on your past actions and your present mindset but by the time you leave that space you might go home tonight and something happens that completely changes your plans completely changes your mindset completely changes some of the actions you wanted to do and that puts you on a different timeline so the future is not set in stone however there are some events in the future that are starting to cement the closer you get to it. They're starting to be more locked into place based on past actions and present mindset. So there are a few things in the future that you can predict, but there are very, very small amount because most things can be shifted by your actions in the present by your mindset in the present so be wary of people who are constantly like making predictions about this date this will happen on this la 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 this will happen people can tell you what is likely to happen in a certain time but they need to be need to let people know that, hey, this is a caveat. This is what's likely to happen based on your present mindset, based on your actions that you're carrying out presently. But this can be shifted and this can be changed if you have a change in your mindset, if you have a change in your actions. So back to the card we pulled. I pulled the four of cups as as what your future energy is based on where you are presently. And the thing that is jumping off this card to me is it seems like a lot of you will be getting divine inspiration and divine guidance and you will be able to recognize it as such, but a lot of you are still not taking actions on the the guidance that you're getting like you're getting more spiritually connected you're you're accepting that as a part of your reality but you're still not accepting it enough to move as a result of it so on this card half like not half quarter of this card is covered in this beautiful rainbow and there's a hand giving a cup to this person and the other three quarters of this card is just regular looking life and the person looks apathetic and like not impressed and not moved and it's like you're three quarters stuck in the matrix and one is in the spiritual realm and so spirit is kind of bringing that to your attention now as you are developing your spiritual practice, as you're connecting more with the spiritual realm, focus on building trust with your intuition. Because the only reason you would not move or create an action based on spiritual guidance is because you have not yet reached a level of trust where you feel comfortable taking action on the intuitive hits that you get, or on the intuitive guidance that you get. Like, there are people out there, y'all, that board planes based on just a hunch. They'd be like, oh my gosh, I. I keep feeling like I need to be in Egypt for the weekend and that's them booked a ticket gone. And when they get there, everything reveals itself to you. Now I'm not telling you to just jump in and do that, but they've, those people, they've built a certain level of trust with their intuition and they know when it says something, it means you gotta go. And so you have to build that level of trust with your own intuition. And how do you do that? By following the small, easy to follow impulses that you get. When you're walking out the door and something says bring an umbrella and your mind tries to tell you the sun is bright as heck the weather app didn't say anything about rain but your intuition's like nah bring that umbrella bring the umbrella what's it gonna hurt you have to carry something extra just bring the umbrella when you get a hint oh bring a pen or just the small things that are really inconsequential if it's not something that pans out, if that makes sense. Build up your trust with your intuition by following the small nudges in your life. And as you follow those small nudges, you'll start to trust it more, start to trust it more until you start to follow the bigger nudges that might have a little bit more uh consequence in your life. And you, you learn to follow that. And also you learn to discern the texture of your intuition when you do things in that manner. You start to hear or be able to distinguish that voice very distinctly from just your thoughts or or just other things you're like nah, this specific voice i know the texture i know the feeling this is my intuition and this is the thing that i actually do need to follow Oh my gosh y'all I am so hot I paused earlier to change my top because when I channel I get so hot and now I am thinking I have to pause again and change my pants into like shorts or something I am burning up okay I'm back y'all who feeling so much better so let's get into the topic for this episode the age of Aquarius we are on our way out of the age of Pisces. And the age of Pisces, uh, different astrologers have slightly different dates for it. Some astrologers say the age of Pisces started 1 a.d some people say 50 a.d but we all agree that it's around that time period and some might be like oh one versus 50 that's a lot not in the span of centuries not in the span of when you're talking about the ages of civilization that's like a minuscule amount of um, deviation so the age of pisces i tend to go with the 1 a.d um timeline and The ending of the age of Pisces is around 2000 or 2150. So we are right in between uh, the two ages where the old age's influence is, is diminishing and the new age's influence is picking up. And in the age of Pisces, what was happening was a revolution of love, a revolution of focusing on the soul, focusing on forgiveness love connection that sort of thing and i find it super interesting because pisces fishes that's the symbol and look at the symbol of jesus and christians it's the fish and what did jesus come on this planet to teach he came on this planet to teach us about the consciousness of love forgiving, forgetting about an eye for an eye, forgetting about fighting and hurting each other. Jesus' message was showing people a new way to live, a way to live more consciously, a way to focus more on your soul, a way to love your brother, love everyone around you. That love consciousness is what the age of Pisces was all about. Now, what does Aquarius rule as we're moving into the age of Aquarius? In the zodiac system, the sign Aquarius rules technology, the internet, space travel, astrology, and the human collective. We are literally moving into an age where we're going to see exponential increase, exponential Innovation, exponential growth in the areas of technology, exponential growth in the area of consciousness, of the mind. In this new age, we're going to unlock so many things about the mind, so many things about consciousness and how we can actually use it to create and manipulate the world around us. Ooh, that's going to be something. There's also the, the idea of the collective human, the human race is going to understand how much stronger we are together than individuated, how much stronger we are as a collective than as separate individuals. There is power in the collective mind. Now, in a recent meditation, I was just meditating, minding my business, and all of these downloads came about the age of Aquarius, and I'm going to run through them in this episode. So the first thing that came to me was the consciousness jump. The fact that, as we discussed earlier, the uh, sign of Aquarius rules the mind. When you talk about air signs, it's a lot of intellectual influence. Uh, We're going to unlock those parts of our brains that have been dormant. Scientists have always said that we use only 10% of the potential of our brain. And some people disagree with that percentage, but whatever the disagreement is, we can all agree that we do not use 100% of our brains. In the age of Aquarius, we're going to be unlocking those parts of our brains that have been locked. They have been locked for quite some time. And as the age of Aquarius takes over, that energy is going to unlock those parts of our brains. going to discover the secrets the things that are hidden within those cells within that area of potential that we don't use and i have a, a strong feeling the parts of our brains that are locked is the parts that control spiritual gifts or what we see in our state of evolution, as spiritual gifts, I have a feeling that that part of the brain that is locked is a part that houses psychic abilities and houses um, things like remote viewing, those things that in our general society we see as something strange and that a few people can do, mystical abilities. Those abilities are actually a part, a normal part of the human body. It's just that those areas have been inaccessible to so many people for so long That as we start to wake up, as certain parts of our brain cells start to unlock, as certain parts of our potential start to come to the surface, we're like, oh my gosh, this person has gifts. No, this person is simply unlocking parts of their brain, unlocking parts of their self that were locked for so long, and now it's finally coming to the surface. So we're going to start to see spiritual gifts become more commonplace, become more accepted as a normal part of humanity human function. The next thing that came to me was biohacking. Biohacking is going to be at an all-time high because as consciousness raises its levels, as technology is moving forward in development, development, we are going to be seeing more of of a symbiotic relationship between technology and the body. We're going to see the merging of those two uh, industries, those two things in life. So when you look at those futuristic movies and you see people with like things implanted in their brain, things implanted in their hands, uh, all these different weird things in those uh, futuristic or dystopian futures, a lot of that's going to start to come online as science, spirituality, and medicine realize that they no longer need to fight each other realize that they're in fact symbiotic parts of a whole this whole idea of science and religion being against each other is going to be demystified and the other thing about the age of aquarius is that old how would i put this Old belief systems, old way of doing things are going to fall. A lot of the things that are held as truth, a lot of the traditions that are held as important are going to fall and Anything that falls from the age of Pisces is going to fall only to create a more symbiotic system. There's this emphasis on symbiosis, this emphasis on working together in all levels of our existence, all levels of our existence, working together as people, working together as consciousness, working together with technology. There's this, this I'm almost seeing a neural link and the other thing that I'm seeing on the other side of my brain is this idea of mycelia, the way mushrooms are in the forest, where it talks about how all the um, fungus in a forest is linked by like, like this mycelial network, or how all the trees and plants in a, in a forest are linked underground with their roots. There's going to be that underlying uh, concept In mankind, as we move into the age of Aquarius, we're going to create this network as a world and work together as a race versus working against each other and fighting against each other. Sorry, Putin. The third thing that came to me in the download is crafts that defy gravity. If you think back to way, 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 way back, there was a time when the human race only used horses and donkeys and camels to get around. That was the only way to move. That was the only way to travel long distances. Then it moved into cars and engines and planes. This, this sort of burning... uh fossils and burning oil and all these things for getting around the age of aquarius is moving us from cars and planes into hovering crafts so i mean and there are replicas of crafts that hover right now personal crafts as well as uh commercial crafts that hover it's just not in mainstream um, industries yet In the age of Aquarius, we're moving into a space where crafts that hover will be commonplace. Your cars are going to hover. You're going to actually have things that look like spacecrafts hovering. Um, And if we're going to talk about crafts that hover, we may as well talk about space as well. In the age of Aquarius, we're going to finally be... mm, That is a strange message that came. I was about to say we're going to finally be exploring space with more... Uh, veracity and strength there'd be more emphasis on exploring space more than there is right now but i what instantly came to me is there is tons of emphasis right now on exploring space it's just that for some reason the governments are not putting that in the mainstream media they're being covert about the amount of energy and money um they're putting into exploring space so let's put it this way The exploration of space will be common breakfast conversation. It'll be a common part of society and more people will have access to space as that area develops, as crafts are developed, as disclosures are are made from governments about the truth about their involvement and their exploration when it comes to anything with space. So that's also like really cool. I mean, are you, you're seeing bits of it in this timeline or in this uh, space in time because what was one of the things that Donald Trump did in his, I mean, we know, we, we know what? I'm not even going to go into that. One of the things that Donald Trump did in his presidency was the establishment of what he called Space Force. Why would anyone, any president, mad or not, or any government that surrounds a president allow a president to allot funds allot manpower to an area that is not important do you know what i mean like if that was passed that's because that's an important area for the future so space is going to become as common to us as the earth is moving around space is going to become as common to us as going to the us is or going to europe is like the way we travel around the earth space is going to be a place that we are familiar with traveling around the next point of the download was a change in the energy source for both body and technology for some reason our human race is stuck using oil as an energy source why in 2023 are we still burning oil for energy burning coal in some states for um for in some places for energy we're still stuck using these primitive resources uh for our energy needs in the age of aquarius that's going to be changed drastically there's going to be a discovery of a new energy source i'm hearing almost that The energy source has been discovered, but it's not being implemented because of the influence of the people who make so much money off of burning these primitive energy sources these people have already set up their systems they've already like they're living in a system and benefiting off a system that's set up to burn these primitive energy sources and so they're fighting back i'm hearing even killing people like it's that type of thing really fighting back from the shift from these primitive energy sources because the new energy source will give Access to all. And if everyone has access, there is no demand. If there is no demand, they have no means to supply and make money. The age of Aquarius is going to blast the door open on that it's going to be because the energy is going to be so strong they will no longer be able to hold back the dam the dam is going to break and the floodwaters are just going to come through and they can't stop it so that's going to be one of the turning points of the age of aquarius the the quote-unquote discovery, I'm going to say the disclosure is a better way to put it, of a new energy source. Places that didn't even have access to certain types of energy will now have access. Places primitive villages, places that have been held back from having the type of energy we have in the um, more developed world, everyone will have energy now. And when everyone has energy, it's almost like everyone's put on a level playing field. And so because of this change in energy source, because of this leveling in the playing field by giving access to energy to all, we're going to see some cities popping up that are going to blow our minds We're gonna see some countries uh, develop so quickly and develop a society that's so different from the societies we're used to. Because when you give uh, countries or cities or villages with ancient knowledge, technology like the ones that will be coming up that allow them access to energy, when you give them that, that energy source and they put it with their ancient knowledge, The type of cities that will evolve from that amalgamation of energy and ancient knowledge will blow your mind. We're going to start to see the return of cities that resemble ancient Egypt, but just with a uh, new age twist. It's almost like, because what's happening, you know, is we've learned a lot in the past age, but what's happening is We're going to awaken to the information of ancient times, and then we're going to merge that ancient information with what we've learned so far and create really interesting ways of living. Think back to ancient Egypt, the knowledge that was lost there, it's going to come back. Think back to the cities of, or the civilizations of Atlantis and Lemuria. Those types of cities had ancient knowledge that has been lost that knowledge is coming back to us and ooh, the cities that are going to be created from that the way human civilization is going to develop um, and and grow from that is quite something to see I wish that you guys could see what I'm seeing because anytime I speak I'm seeing visions as I speak so I'm seeing these cities and they are so beautiful And in these cities, much like the city of Lemuria, um, the masculine and the feminine energy are becoming more balanced. So what we see is a beautiful relationship between technology and nature. I know some people have this fear that as we develop, technology is going to take over and we're going to have this weird dystopian future with less nature and more buildings, less uh, natural things and more artificial things. If we stay on the timeline that we're on now it's going to be less dystopian and more symbiotic it's going to be more of a symbiotic relationship between consciousness and technology and it's a it's a really beautiful thing of course you're going to have some countries some cities that go too far left go too far into the artificial but as a race a lot of us are going to get it right right So a new source of energy um, for the world when it comes to technology and and how we live, but also a new source for the body, a new source of energy for the body. In the age of Pisces, we're getting energy from the consumption of food. In the age of Aquarius, we're going to unlock knowledge about how to draw energy from a different energy source for the body. I'm seeing the word prana and I'm also hearing that that's going to come much later in the age of Aquarius, but they're going to be some spaces in between where we are now and getting to using prana as an energy source. But that's ultimately where we're going, where food might not be eaten as a, as a energy source if you want to eat it's more for enjoyment than a necessity for the fuel or the um yeah to fuel your body man i wish i was (laughs) i wish i would have i'm gonna be alive to see like the whole age of aquarius because oh that's that's just something to see lastly last thing i'm gonna talk about in this episode we are finally going to be officially made aware of the presence of other species of beings in our universe a lot of us already know a lot of us already know these other beings exist Uh, most people in the spiritual world who meditate um, as a part of their life already know about the presence of these beings because these beings exist in higher dimensions a lot of them um but finally, in the age of Aquarius, it will become common knowledge. And when I had this download, I was particularly hearing that first contact will be from Sirius B. I don't know if... Like, I, I originally wanted to say from the Sirius star system. I wanted to leave it at that. But I kept being shown Sirius B, Sirius B, Sirius B. And so I don't know if it's that... When we're being made aware officially of these presences, if the first contact will be from races from there, that specific um, part of space. But that's what I that's what I keep seeing. I almost didn't want to say it because I'm like that's super specific, but mm, mm, it is what it is. So there are so many. Interesting things that are gonna start to happen in the age of Aquarius, and we're starting to see this shift right now as we sit in between these two ages. What a time to be alive, y'all! What a time to be alive. Um, I'm so curious to to hear what you think about the age of Aquarius coming on, what you think about anything I've said here um, in this episode. Don't be afraid to hit me up on Instagram and make a comment or send me an email because I have a feeling that a lot of people out there are getting downloads about the age of Aquarius. I would love to hear what your downloads are, what comes to you as you're listening to this episode. My loves, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoy this podcast, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Do me a favor and share it with a friend because This is how awakening happens. It's by sharing the information that we get, not holding on to it, letting that information free and allowing it to flow from person to person. I love you guys if no one has told you today and I will talk to you in my next episode.